Good morning and welcome to Laurel Heights. If you are here because of your interest in Jesus Christ and you really want to honor Him, you have come to the right place. We are a church of Christ. We preach the gospel of Christ. We are Christians. When we open the Bible here for Bible classes and sermons, we want to take people to Jesus Christ. We sing about Jesus Christ. We observe the Lord's Supper today as we do every first day of the week to remember Jesus Christ. It is our strong belief that Jesus Christ should be honored and obeyed every day of the year. Now someone might insert into that declaration an inquiry. Why? And for the answer to that, I want to take us this morning to the first chapter of John, the Gospel of John, chapter 1. John wrote to exalt Jesus Christ as the Son of God. He not only made that claim in chapter 1, he gave proof. The Gospel of John is packed with evidence designed to take the reader to active faith in Jesus Christ. Listen, please, to the opening words of the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. <clears throat> in Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light, the true light, which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him, but to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness about Him and cried out, This was He of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. 
For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. And this is the testimony of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. So they said to them, Who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Then why are you baptizing, if you are neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize you with water, but among you stands one you do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. The next day, he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Remember our question? Why should we honor Jesus Christ every single day? We should honor Him because of who He is. Take an important few minutes now with your attention directed to the very first statement in John. The Gospel of John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. What do you draw from that? God was not alone in the beginning. This verse speaks of one who was with Him. And the one who was with him is identified here by this terminology. The Word. Now, why would John refer to a being as the Word? The Greek word John used is logos. And that means to express. For example, in English, a logo expresses the name brand of a company. And when we speak or write, we use words, logos, to express thoughts. In the beginning, God was accompanied by the one who is the perfect expression of the reality of God. Now, we assume this is Christ. And while that is correct, we have more than an assumption Look with me down at verse 14 in John 1. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, leaving no doubt that when John says the Word, he's talking about Jesus Christ. The Word in verse 1 
became flesh and dwelt among us. That's Jesus Christ who was in the beginning. The word was with God. But there's more in John 1 verse 1. Not only was Jesus present with God, not only does Jesus perfectly express the reality of God, the next phrase says, the word was God. Now, don't stumble over that. Don't impose math or science into this or reject it based on your grasp of logic. Let John affirm his proposition and let him offer his evidence. The book of John is an evidence encyclopedia that these initial affirmations in chapter 1 are authentic, are true. So Jesus is not part God, half God, cloned God, or a God. This says He is God. He is divine. He is deity with the same infinite nature as the Father. John wants his readers to understand who Jesus is. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot effectively follow someone you don't really know. You cannot honor someone if you are only vaguely acquainted with who they are. John must make the case in the Gospel of John for the identity of the one who deserves our honor and praise and respect every day of every year of life. John doesn't tell us when he was born. He tells us he was with God in the beginning. He wants his readers to know who Jesus is. The evidence given in the rest of the Gospel of John says... These things in chapter 1 are true. You can authentically confess Jesus Christ as the Son of God. You can stand firmly on the evidence given in the Gospel of John. And see, John doesn't start with his birth. John starts back before his earthly existence. He was in the beginning. Other New Testament writers say this about Jesus the effulgence of His glory and the very image of His person, Hebrews 1, 3. In Him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, Colossians 2 and verse 9. The writers of the New Testament are not asking us to believe just anything or follow just anybody. The apostles didn't deliver just a new religion that's different from the old. These opening words of John offer a powerful reason to seek Christ, learn of Him, and follow Him, not occasionally, but steadfastly and daily. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Why follow Jesus? Why honor and obey Him? He is not just another religious teacher or leader, though he does teach and lead. He is not just another good person, though he is perfectly good, sinless, and pure. I want to honor Jesus because of who he is. God is revealed in Jesus Christ. 
Jesus is not another God. He's not a lesser God. He is not God in some modified, limited sense with anything subtracted. Later in the book of John, Thomas will say, My Lord and my God. And Matthew records that his name shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. So why should I honor Jesus Christ every single day because of who he is? As described by the Apostle John. He deserves my respect and obedience, not just today, not just Tuesday, but with my life from now on. He deserves my daily obedience because of what he did. I want you to consider next two monumental actions of Jesus Christ, creation and salvation. Verse 3, All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. If you think of Jesus first as a baby in a manger, while He was a baby in a manger, that wasn't His beginning. Remember, He was with God in the beginning, and verse 3 speaks of what He did with God. Creation. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. The divine Son of God, Jesus Christ, was not just there with the Father as a witness or some kind of reporter. And it wasn't that the Father gave some minor token job to the Son. No, listen to this and believe it. All things were made through Him. You need more clarity? It says, without Him was not anything made that was made. Name something that came into existence during creation week that Christ didn't make. You can't, if you believe John 1, 3. Apart from Him, not a single thing came into existence or being. This is why we honor Him every day of the year. We honor Him because of who He is. We honor Him because of what He did in His creation work. And we honor Him because of what He did in providing salvation. When I seriously consider who Jesus is and what He did... I'll want to give Him more than just a day of the year. I'll want to give Him my life. Verse 29, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus is the Lamb of God. What does it say about what He did? Takes away the sin of the world. It may be valuable to pause there and consider what cannot take away sin. I cannot work my way out of sin on my own. I cannot buy my way out of sin with any kind of monetary exchange. I cannot attach myself to some good person thinking I will buy that attachment escape the ruin of sin. 
I cannot commit myself to a denominational creed or system and think that my sin will be forgiven thereby. I cannot just turn over a new page of life, start doing right, and assume that all my previous iniquity was pardoned based on my initiative and my reformation. There's only one way out of sin. Only one person I can believe and obey and follow to be forgiven and set right with God. Jesus takes away the sin. But not just in some automatic or universal cleansing. John 1.12 describes those who receive Him. Those who receive Him benefit from this cleansing. Now, what often happens is people read here in John 1.12 about receiving Christ and they immediately form in their minds what they want that to mean. We can't do that. You can't take a word or phrase out of Scripture and plug in your own definition that makes you comfortable. You can't impose into a phrase or a word or a teaching in Scripture what you want it to say. Here's a better approach. When you come to this place in John 1.12, where it speaks of receiving Christ, and other passages that use similar terminology, what you need to do next is just keep reading. Just keep reading. Read the rest of John chapter 1. Read John chapter 2 and 3. Read all the rest of the Gospel of John and then just keep reading. Get into the book of Acts. And when you get into the book of Acts, you're going to read about faith and repentance and confession and baptism. And you're going to know from God what it means to receive Him. As you read the New Testament, the Holy Spirit will tell you what it means to receive Jesus Christ, and to follow Him every single day. You need to receive Him and follow Him because of who He is. And what He did in creation. And what He did on the cross. But there's more. Why should I honor Jesus every day on the calendar? Because I need Him. You need Him. It is one thing to talk about the sin of the world. It is one thing to talk about people living in darkness. I must make it personal before it can change me. If Jesus takes away sin, I must read myself into that. He is the only one who can take away my sin. If Jesus is the light of the world, I need to think of myself as needing the light only He provides for me to get out of darkness. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory. The glory is of the only begotten from the Son, full of grace from the Father, full of grace and truth. I need that grace and truth. 
I need Jesus in my life to be a good husband and be a good father, to serve my neighbors in the highest way. I need Jesus in my life every day to be an effective, active member of this church. I need to follow Jesus Christ to be strongly dissuaded from following the world and what the world offers. I need Him for prayer and for worship and service and evangelism, for peace and joy and hope. The more you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the more reasons you will find to walk away from sin and destructive behavior and irresponsibility and start following Jesus Christ and keep following Him every single day. Honoring Jesus Christ every day because of who He is and what He did in creation, what He did in salvation, and eventually you have to say to yourself, I need what He offers. R.L. Wheeler was right when he penned these words many years ago. If I had the wisdom of Solomon, the patience of Job, the meekness of Moses, the strength of Samson, the obedience of Abraham, the compassion of Joseph, the tears of Jeremiah, the poetic skill of David, the prophetic voice of Elijah, the courage of Daniel, the greatness of John the Baptist, the endurance and love of Paul, I would still need redemption through Christ's blood because I've sinned. If you've not made the decision to follow Jesus Christ, I want to ask you to go home today and read John chapter 1 and make it personal and to discover all the dimensions of your response to God through Jesus Christ. Just keep reading and come to the truth that He made you. In Him was life. He offers life. He is the light you need. He can take away your sin. He can keep you on the right track. Receive Him. You become a child of God. And grace upon grace is for you to receive and walk in every single day on the calendar the rest of your life. May I add this? And the wording of this is not original with me. When you follow Jesus, you're not the one in front. He gives the directions. You go where He says. You end up where He is. How simple. How important. John said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Everything we've read and talked about contains the truth that God cares and Jesus loves us. I want you to know that not every religion in the world has this feature. I'll go further. Not any religion in the world has this feature of abundant care and love that will reach out to those who are destroying their lives. There are pagan systems with imagined gods 
who threaten and demand to be appeased and lurk in the dark to consume and kill if they're not humored. There are religions led by men who abuse and rob people of their free will and seek glory for themselves. There are systems of religion that offer nothing but rules without redemption. Everything we've considered from John 1 leads us to the truth that God cares and Jesus loves us. So who will follow Jesus is the question. If you need to study further about your choice to change your life and follow Jesus, I want you to let me know about that before you leave the building. And we'll set up a time. And we'll open this book and we'll visit with one another about what it says. Our Bibles will be open and we'll see what it means to start and to continue honoring and obeying Jesus Christ every day of your life. Let's be standing while we sing.